Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It must be. It must be one of the great honours to be a puppet in spitting image, to be represented. Even if it's cruel, it's still... It's, they're, they're collector's items from the 80s. If you had the original Margaret Thatcher or whatever from back in the day, it's probably uh, worth a small, a small fortune. And they're bringing it back, and the pictures are in the papers, and they're equally cruel. Uh, Alex, it's great television, isn't it? Morning, Frank. Yes, it, it was. I, I remember the original series, obviously, and it was it was fabulous. And it was fabulous because it was it was so graphic in one sense. Because I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember the the Frost Report, and that was the week that was, which was the first. I mean, that was late sixties. Those were the first uh, television programs to really go in for what do you might call hard satire, late Saturday night stuff. And it was they did they pushed a lot of boundaries and a lot of politicians who up until then had been held in reverence and you weren't allowed to mock or make fun of, suddenly find themselves targets. But it was funny and very clever writers all doing it. They took all sides on, they knocked all sides, private eye was just started then as well. So it was the first time ever, you know, that at that period the public had a chance to see their politicians being you know, I mean you look back, it's quite gentle mocking, but back then it was it it broke the barriers. Then along came Spitting Image with the puppets, um, able to do, you know, visually on television what up until then had been the job of cartoonists, and the, the great cartoonists had huge fun doing this. And suddenly you had that. But then the thing as well, there, Frank, you have to remember, and it's not because I'm old, but I do, you had huge, big beasts. Whatever you think of her, you know, people like Dennis Healy and Harold Wilson and Margaret Thatcher and Norman Tebbett and Lamont and Powell and Hazeltine and Kinnock and Michael Foote. Dear God, they were huge, big, battering, tough, abrasive beasts of the jungle up for satire. It was brilliant. And my big worry, my big worry with this one, and good luck to them, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure we have those beasts anymore. I think we have people who are almost parodies of themselves already. And satire is much more difficult when... Satire works when you can take a well-known political figure or showbiz, take a little, you know, few aspects of the character, the physical side, the, the personality, whatever it is, and play with it. That's when it works best. But when what you're dealing with are politicians who, as I say, are almost already parodies, are almost walking, talking, you know, puppets at this point. I'm not sure how they'll be able to push and where they'll try and push this through. I think it's going to be much more difficult than it looks.
Yeah, well, we're back in the mists of time. We're back in the 1980s, all those years and years ago. Um, this is how they did it. Uh, if I have to explain who this is, then it doesn't work. Do you like to order, sir? Yes, I will have a steak. How do you like it? Oh, raw, please. And what about the vegetables? Oh, they'll have the same as me. They'll have the same as me. Uh, the old vegetables in the cabinet. I, <laughs> I, I can still remember that. It's funny, the minute that I could. I still remember roaring with laughter because it it is a brilliant line, and um, I can see that I can still remember the scene. It's just round the cabinet table, Thatcher sitting at the top, and around her there's Hazeltine, there's Lamont, there's all the others, and just and they're slabbering and slavering all over the table, and so and that's why it works. It works absolutely brilliantly that way, and I say that's and also I think the 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 difference is. You, even that, I think that first series you're talking about 84 the whole of the original series was 84 to about 96, 97 it basically covered the Thatcher years it was still I think it was ITV I'm not even sure it was ITV 2 at that point when it first started so basically it was Sunday night television 10 o'clock something like that and you had millions you had millions of people tuning in but you didn't have podcasts you didn't have you know social media you didn't have all these other outlets and there's a brilliant guy I think he's called Michael Spicer who does that you know the the, the room next door, man, where, you know, you show a clip of Boris Johnson or Pretty Patel talking, and then there's a clip of him in the room saying, no, so that you don't know. Why would you say you paint buses? You can't. And that works brilliantly. And again, I think people see politicians mocked relentlessly all the time. So whether it's going to be possible on a mainstream um, channel, you know, I, mean, I presume it's ITV again, whether it's going to be possible to do that in the same way and to the same impact I think it's going to be challenging for them. Do you think people will know who Dominic Cummings is? Because his face is going to be so cruelly depicted. I'm looking at some of the pictures uh, at the moment. Meghan Markle's face is actually quite kind to her, considering this is a rubber puppet now. You know, if you're if you're not a child of the nineties and you don't you don't remember this, um, the the facial features are incredibly cruel. Like uh, the first lady of America, it's she's one of the most beautiful women that appears on a catwalk or on a set of steps coming out of an aeroplane and she just looks dire in her puppet. The same as the president. His his face is just appalling. And Prince Harry looks like a carrot. You know, he just looks like a nuggly carrot. But Meghan Markle apparently, uh, going by the pictures I'm looking at, she's very fetching. But Dominic Cummings, will people know who he is? And will they get the joke with regards to the horrible face that he has? In one sense, um, he won't care, and maybe the audience won't care either. I just remember Norman Tebbit years ago being interviewed. I think it was just after the series had ended, and they, so it was been ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Um, I think the new Blair administration was in that stopped doing spitting image, and he was asked about the impact on him, and he said, "You know, when spitting image first started, I was basically known around Westminster and in my constituency. But by the end of the third series, everywhere I went." I was known. The speaking speaking engagements went up. I'd be walking along any street anywhere in the United Kingdom. People would be coming up, you know, Norman and so on. And I said, for him, and, and, and I think it's part Michael Parkinson was saying, but I mean, they made you look, they used to dress you in Nazi gear. They used to swastikas over you. And they said, it doesn't matter, Michael, because what came out of this was that a lot of people, even those who politically disagreed with me, they seemed to quite like me, the person, Norman, the person. And I think that, that that's quite often, it's an interesting thing that happens with a lot of satire, that what is often intended, I mean, Thatcher was exactly the same, Michael Heseltine, 
Women who was always, you know, brushing his hair and, you know, making furniture in the corner because that was his background. He too said, you know, it did me absolutely no harm in terms of the the public because it, it created something above the normal dry making speeches in the House of Commons type politician. So oddly enough, I think someone like Dominic Cummings will absolutely love this. He will, you know, this is the guy who, who likes the, pretends and says, you know, he likes the anonymity, the anonymity, he likes being in the background, he likes being the puppet master. He strikes me that he will hugely enjoy being, in fact, a puppet because he will see that as almost the ultimate public recognition. And the politicians used to complain. I remember the guy that is it luck and flaw were the two guys um, who were behind this originally <laughs> and they were asked do you get complaints from politicians <laughs> and I think it was, I can't remember it might have been Dennis I said, oh yes we do but we get complaints from politicians who want to know why they haven't been included and we've even had the PR reps phoning us and saying look is, is there some particular reason you won't use so-and-so in this? So, yeah, they, these sort of programs, if they, if they work, and Spitting Image worked brilliantly, if they work, Frank, they can actually do a lot of good for, for politicians who might be known inside their own political circle, but rarely known outside it. Do you think Arlene will make it? No, no, God, this is one of the difficult things. I don't think so, because at this point, in, in, in one sense, she's not interesting enough. She would have made it, oddly enough, I mean, it's a bit like the, the, the Meghan Markle thing. This was all set up before, you know, the news came through that Harry and Meghan were basically going to bow out at the Royals. That's going to be a problem for them, because they're going to have to find a way. If they're going to keep the puppets and include them in it, they're going to have to find a way of, of, of doing that. If Ireland had still had the confidence and supply, and yeah, then Nigel, uh, and Nigel, Nigel is a perfect face. Nigel's a perfect face for people who are doing that, because it's a lugubrious face. It's a sad face. <laughs> they could have played that. Ireland would have had a road. But I don't know. I don't know if they can find you know any space for them now. I don't know if there's any politician. Paisley, if it's still been about Robinson, because Robinson and his ties and things, McGuinness and people, they would have had a use for them because they would have had a role to play. But I, 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 just, I just don't see where they're going. And the same with Scotland. I'm not sure Nicola Sturgeon because she's not a big beast in the sense of you know that she's not a loud person or a, you know a, an extravagant person so again it's difficult to find exactly what you're looking for in someone like her because while a puppet may look good to start with and you can do brilliant things with puppets it's a combination it's it's the puppet it's the it's the voice but it's how you use them and you know as i say going back to Teppet, they decided that's how they were going to use him they were going to use him as uh, as a mad nut in the motorbike, and uh, I think Willie Whitelaw was always uh, portrayed as like a, a blob, like jelly, just sitting in the corner, nodding wisely. And that's the key to all satire: is finding the exact role. Because you can do a brilliant caricature of someone, but unless you put them in a situation in which people can relate to. It, 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 it goes nowhere. It's going to be interesting. You'll need to have BritBox to see it. It isn't uh, free to wear on ITV. It uh, comes courtesy of BritBox, which is an original commission. It's an original commission for BritBox, and that is uh, available uh, online courtesy of the BBC and ITV. Um, Alex, thank you very much. Uh, anyone you think uh, should be in it, uh, feel free. Let us know. 02890 three one zero five. 